Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi. You're rolling with Jason and John, 92.9 FM, ESPN. Everybody's being safe. I rolled in here, had some high winds, plenty of rain coming down, saw some threats possibly of tornadic activity, keep an eye on the weather force. John, you don't study meteorology like others around here do. You're used to, but you quit on us. So we don't really have that on our show. Maybe we need it. Maybe we need to get that back. Maybe that's what's been missing. Hey, don't make no mistake about it at any time. I can, can tap back, back into in. that. All right? And I plan to today. Hugh Freeze has been introduced as a new coach at Auburn. You know what? He's keeping a Cadillac. You like that? Brad doesn't seem too impressed. Well, it's a rival now. Hugh Freeze has become a rival yet again. Well, that's true. That's so true. He's, he's keeping on a you know very professional face here. I'll keep moving. Maybe we can impress Brad. The Grizz are yes. sitting pretty quarter of the way through the season. Can always talk about that. Can break that all the way down. Jerry Jones wants some Odell Beckham Jr. Yes, he does. Do you think he can help? We'll get to that. We'll get to that here on the show today. One more thing before I hand it off to you. Okay. I am feeling very patriotic today. Oh, okay. Don't think I don't know what's going on today at 1 p.m. Yes. You and the show. You and the show. You and It's a big game. Let's go. This is the game of the tournament for the United States. We must win. Must win to advance. Uh, anything other than that, and uh, their ass is coming home stateside. So uh, Iran, don't call it Iran. Yeah, I mean you gotta you gotta channel the Whitney Houston anthem though. I mean this is the the biggest game that these guys are gonna play. Because advancing for us is glory, isn't it? Yeah, quite honestly, if they that's, play that's that's about the best we're gonna do. If, if they play this rendition of the national anthem, we're going to lose three nil, right? You gotta play that Whitney Houston joint because that's what's gonna get people mm-hmm. ready to go. Gather yeah, all our powers. Yeah. Uh, so we'll get into all that today here on the show, America, Iran, right here. Uh, not on 92.9, but obviously we'll be paying attention. So, yeah. Uh, so hopefully we have some highlights. Sound like some football. Yeah, I was going to say, hopefully we have some highlights that sound like that. Please enjoy. Please enjoy. About no Marvin Gaye. I don't want to hear about this not being actually live. 
You're interrupting Whitney. I mean that is chills. It's powerful every time. That is chills, and that will, I think that can every time. The the only thing that is anywhere close to as powerful God, as that rest our soul. as as getting a call from Joe Biden before the match. Carmelo, LeBron, Chris Bosh, go bring home the gold. Joe Biden says somebody had to remind him that that is not in fact mm. that's wrong time and sport. Know what I mean? So we had to play the Whitney anthem to overcome that. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's a, it's a it's a momentous day, hopefully for the United States. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm hoping by the time we get out of here, you know, last time <clears throat> we passed it off, right? And to it Gino didn't, and Jeffrey, it, it didn't go well. They 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 blew it. They blew it. Uh-huh. So we're gonna we're gonna try to get them a two nil advantage. Give they them a little more this time. They couldn't. They could not protect one nil. Uh, so we'll get into all that here on the show. That Whitney blows your way. Okay. It does, man. No matter how many it does. It's amazing. It, it's like, thank you for that. It, it, <laughs> thank you for that, Brian. Thank you for Whitney for that. Yeah. You know, for that, for that performance. It's so it's, it is, it's, it's all these years later. It's still just, it that, stops that you in your tracks. Sang. That woman could sign. No doubt. And that's why we're, I don't want to hear about no Marvin Gaye at the 1975 uh, uh, all-star game, bro. Done, it's just that, not even close to the same. That, that debate is about live. Anthems. Yeah, I understand, but. That, that, we understand that, like, Whitney's was it's like, much that's more like powerful. That's like taking like such a small piece of the debate, you know, where you're just trying to find a win. Okay. Just let Whitney have it. She has it. All right. Uh, Jessica Benson's going to join us. The Whitney Houston of, of Grind City Media. Yep. Right? Yes. I a mean, star. In, just in terms of the, the – yes. Diva. I didn't. I was thinking about whether Jessica could sing, and I shouldn't have even Well, yeah, she that, can. She is the diva. She has the Broadway, you know, background, so – the Whitney Houston of Grind City Media is going to join us at 11.25. We will talk to her about the Grizz, about the uh, University of Memphis basketball team, about the U.S., all this with Jessica at 11.25. Then at 1.25, excited about this, it's holiday season. Hey! Remember O.J. the Juice Man? Mm-hmm. Back in the day-day. Yeah. Got to go way back for that. That was like 2006. Uh, Doc Holiday is going to join us from WMC Action News 5. Of course, he's going to be taking over for Jarvo. Uh, very soon here, officially, right? Yeah. Turn What's of the that new beginning year. of the year? Yeah, so he'll join us at uh, 125. And 
Really excited to talk to him about Memphis football. football. Uh, yeah. You know, because as a as a former player and as a media member in this town, he has a very unique perspective on this, uh, and I'm sure he's got some strong feelings. So he will join us mm-hmm. uh, at 125. That is the show today. Looking forward to it. We got five right. things that we need to get to, uh, and I'm going to throw them at you, and I'm going to ask you to follow, unfollow, block, mute, whatever you do. Okay. Let's get it. Thank you, CeeLo Green. The United States of America, 1776, Constitution, Bill of Rights, feet, inches. What else we got that's unique to us? MAGA. Why'd you put that in there? Sorry. United States is getting out of group play. What has to happen? So for those of you who may not know, the United States has to win. Not draw, but beat Iran win. to advance to the knockout round. Win to the knockout stage. They cannot draw. Now, here's the problem. Just win. Iran has to draw. So they're going to pack it in. They are going to they want to keep the score at nothing to nothing. What, what what's the phrase for they will they lay back, Brad? What what is the soccer well, yeah. phrase yeah, for they pack would, it in, lay back? Yeah. That's okay. what they will do. Yeah, we sound like real soccer guys. Well, we're not that, but no, I mean but defensively I can diagram it. Get back. That's right. That they're gonna be in like a, you know, a zero zero, you know, eleven formation. Thank you for that. <laughs> It's going to have 11 No, this should provide some interesting, uh, some compelling drama. Oh, oh, the strategy is going to be quite something. Unlike, I would think, most matches you watch. So I know you you have been breaking down the Iran roster here. Iran. Uh, Is the United States getting out of group play? Yes, I'm following this. I'm all in. I know when we started this trek, I was even accused, John, of not being very patriotic. All I was saying was I didn't like our chances, okay? Uh, and that meant our, 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 I wasn't talking about advancing out of group play. I actually liked the chances there, but it was after that. Uh, I'm all the way in. Who, who's not in after that anthem performance by Whitney Houston? You'd be silly if you weren't. Uh, of course I'm following all this, this all the way. 1 p.m., like we say, hopefully you've got a nice little lead. You hand it off to the 2-4, to four, and they keep it this time. Remember, I was glued in for the second half against Wales. Yeah. Was on the road for That's England. Right. Yeah, you were was glued in. in for the second half against Wales. So I'm following this all the way. Uh, are we advancing? No. Are we fa- we, we're, are, are we favorites? What's what's the betting line, John? That's where you usually help us. I think I think the United States is a slight favorite mm-hmm. here. That's what I thought. Um, I, I am going to unfollow it, though. Oh, Lord. Now, now how am I going to be accused of being unpatriotic? And you're unfollowing America advancing. Yeah, uh, it's minus 107. The United States is minus 107 uh, on the money line. I This is a draw. The United States is going to draw. They're not going to be able to score. That's that's what I believe. That's, I mean, they, they really haven't been able to all tournament. They scored once against Wales. They didn't score against England. They just don't have – they don't have anybody who can do it. They don't have a. They don't have a. They don't have a, a striker. They don't have a goal scorer. Right? We don't have that Landon Donovan, that Clint Dempsey. It doesn't exist. You know, Pulisic is. is, is I can't. I can't nail his name. I, I hear it and I. Christian can't. Pulisic. But that's not how they say it on the broadcast. They say like Pulisic, Pulisic. That's what they say. Regardless, he's not really a goal scorer. He's a magic man in the midfield. He can make a lot of things happen. He can dish it out. 
He can have a great pass, needle it through. Not a goal scorer. Not a great goal scorer. So we don't have that dude. We're not moving on. This is it. This is the end of the road. Sorry. That saddens me. I, I, mean, I, have to witness. I was born on July the 4th. There's nobody that is more patriotic than me. Well, all y'all that had that uh, uh, Jason doesn't follow this. Jason is in America. Yeah. Y'all put that energy on John today then. Yeah, no, I just don't see it. I, I, I You're love- not unfollowing because you won't be watching and tuned in. You're unfollowing because you do not believe. I do not believe. We will win. I do not believe that we will win. I just simply do not. I, mean, I believe that we will win. 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 Do not believe that we will well, win. I, I'm not feeling it. Brad's not in it. He's not, not in it. Brad's You're not, not in it. saying it. I. This is the very disappointing. You know, I'm is, disappointed in you two particularly. Here's the thing. This in is, your American spirit today. This is not what we do. We don't play soccer. We don't do it. All right, we don't need a, a, a diatribe. Well, I'm just saying, like, the, you know, that's why I have, that's why my faith is very limited in this. And if this was a ba- if this was literally if this is anything else, swimming, basketball, anything. I mean, <laughs> gymnastics. I would say, yeah, let's go. It's the sport that we don't play, that we don't invest in. Our kids play it because we don't have anything else to do. We throw them in it when they're five years old, and then we give up on them when they're eight because they're bored. I mean. Yeah. You can be well, you can you can, you can hate that all you want, folks, but it is the truth. That's why we're gonna lose today, you're saying? Media Ron. Moving on. They're gonna be they're going to uh oh, yeah, they're going to draw. I'll, I'll be texting you. I've seen the script. I'll be texting you when they win. I've seen uh I've seen the draw I've, I've seen the future, unfortunately, and uh, it's going to end in a zero zero draw. Uh, very disappointing. And we're gonna get ten minutes of extra time too, by the way. And it will still be 0-0. All right, moving on. Hugh Freeze. Mr. Freeze. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Batman uh, Returns, or one of those movies, will be a major success at Auburn. I'm following this. I, I know the talk about is still today about whether or not he should have the job. And there's a faction of Auburn folks that think he shouldn't. The fact is he's been named, he's been introduced. And as soon as he gets them their first ranked win, uh, he's going to have most of them fall in, in line behind him. You can you can judge him morally, judge him as a person, and 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 I think in this case, y- you talk about whether or not he's paid his dues, paid his penance. Um, that's for his family to decide at this point, right? Because and 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 clearly, you know, he's been through something with them. They're the ones in this sense that should were the most offended, should be the most offended. Um, He's going to win games at Auburn like he's won games everywhere he's been. You know, he, he took liberty to, uh, as you've seen, unprecedented heights. Big wins there. Uh, he was winning big at Ole Miss, knocking off Nick Saban. He's going to win big at Auburn. And, and again, as soon as the big wins start rolling, everybody's going to be behind what Hugh Freeze is doing at Auburn. Um, I'm sure he was made to keep Cadillac, probably. Yes. You know, that's, that, that's probably a good sign in terms of Keeping guys that were behind him, correct. You know, you, it, it, off to a good start. Dillingham, like, uh, like I've said about about Hugh Freeze, stick to being a football coach. Yeah, and we'll see. Like hearing the stuff about the social media, like either he's not going to be as active, or maybe right. not at all. See that that goes back to okay, he's just keeping it on football. When he keeps it on football, Hugh Freeze is a good football coach. So D- Dillingham and Arizona State kept on their like you know local guy that's a legend in the area. You know who's mm-hmm. been there, and, and it was the interim, right? That's. So it's always wise to, you know, for goodwill in the community, you want to keep those guys on. I want to say Norvell kept on Daryl Dickey 
mm-hmm. back in the day. Who just got let go by yeah. Jimbo. I yeah. was made scapegoat there. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Uh, yeah, and there, I mean, the only way this will fail is if Hugh Freeze, you know, does what he did. Messes up again. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to be on the football field. It's going to be off of it. And, and that was so public. That was very public. What are the chances of I don't see of it. him not just sticking to football? I don't think Hugh Freeze is going to trip up like that again. I, I don't. I don't think so either. He's going to either he's not going to do it or he's going to get better about hiding it. <laughs> you know, which I, I, who am I to say which one it's going to be? Uh, but yes, I think I think absolutely he's going to be a thorn in everybody's side in the SEC for years to come, um, and Auburn will have a chance to play for championships. That's what I believe. Yep. Uh, the Memphis Grizzlies are a good bet to win the West. That's what Harrington wrote uh, today over the Daily Memphian. Follow, unfollow Harrington. Man, I wouldn't have said it before the season. You know how I was on Clippers and everybody else. We don't need to go back through it. Uh, and again, you look at the standings right now, you're basically tied for third at 12-8. and eight. It's a jumbled West. That's the best thing to go with, the fact that it feels like you're about to get the healthiest you've been in a while when you get Desmond Bain back. Uh, hopefully Zaire's back soon, too. So how can you not like where you're at right now? Jaron's playing out of his mind offensively. We haven't seen him be this good this consistently. Last four games, 20 or more points. First time in his career. You love where John Morant's at coming off a triple-double in the garden. Dylan Brooks has stepped up with Bain out. And again, not just offensively. I know more people want efficiency from him. Frankly, with Bain out right now, you'll take it as it comes. But look what he's doing for you defensively. How can you not like the position you're in right now? And it feels like, John, everybody else you look at has got something you can question. Whereas with the Grizzlies, soon, they're up to 20th, I think, defensively. You see them climbing mm-hmm. up. They were dead last at one mm-hmm. point. Uh, you're going to be whole, it feels like, here pretty soon. And and I tell you what, those guys like Santi Aldama and John Conchar that have had to help you in the starting lineup, it'll make that, that secondary unit that's struggling defensively, it'll make that unit better, having those guys settle into roles. How could you not like – I think it's a great bet. I'd follow this all day long based on where things are, based on how unhealthy the Clippers are. Yeah. Some of these other teams, Denver's got questions about some guys. So, um, yeah, I think it's a good bet right now. Yeah, I mean, the, the West has, as you said, I mean, it's just No been, one's run off. It's, it's been a little weaker than expected. I mean, you have some jumble at the top. You have some, you know, whether it's the Mavs, uh, you know, you have the, the Pelicans there, depending on how much you believe in them, et cetera. But just thwarted them. Yeah, you you honestly do. I mean, you feel like there's not really. I mean, I I think you have to give the Suns probably some respect for what they've done the last two to three years. They've been. I mean, they were in the finals. They were remarkably consistent. I know last year that the bottom fell out against the Mavericks. I feel like they're probably the only team definitively ahead. Um, and I don't think the gap is very wide. I don't think it's like, oh man, they're just miles better. I just, mm-hmm. I'm just giving them the nod based on what they've achieved. They've been, they've been to the finals. They have a Hall of Fame point guard and Chris Paul, and a, you know, one of the best scorers in the NBA and Devin Booker. But you know, the Grizzlies are are are, are bearing down on them when they get their guys back. When over a hundred people waited to meet Desmond Bain outside the NBA store. By the way, how about that? That's what Drew Hill reported. Would you have been one of those 100 if you were in the area? He's blowing up. He's blowing up. Yeah, over 100 people are waiting to meet Drew Hill when he gets back from Memphis International. I'm, I'm afraid this this brace going to hurt him for, you know, the hopes of all. You see people have written about him for possible all-star hopes, and if he hadn't gone out with that toe, if that the clip he was playing at, he'd have been right there. You know Shea's got to get in, but he had a chance. I'm, I'm afraid this is going to. This is going to hurt his chances. Yeah, this, this break. But no, oh, yeah. hopefully you get him back soon. No, hundred people, dude. That's all. he's 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 taking two steps up. Yeah, 
That's way more than Mike Conley back in the day when when he was at AutoZone as a rookie. There's only like 20 people there, and I was one of them. How about that? Is that right? Yeah. Never knew that story. Yeah. I told you that story. My my dumbass friend rapped for him. He did a freestyle rap for him about him being a rookie with the Grizzlies. It was the, it was the worst. Oh, no. Yeah, that, that had to be embarrassing. I, I, can't, I, was like, I can't believe you and just Mike did that. Mike had the fake smile and all that. Very cringy oh, yeah. moment. Very cringy. But, 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 but looking back on it, hilarious. The idea that my friend thought that was the moment to just start freestyle rapping for Mike Conley inside an auto zone. What, you think Mike was going to sign him up or something? Get him with a label? <laughs> the hell do you think? Get him with Kanye? That's what makes it so damn stupid, man. Man, that's embarrassing. It is embarrassing. But we grow, don't we? We grow. Hopefully your friend does. Uh, <laughs> all right. Jason better batten down the hatches tonight because a storm is coming. Oh, stop. This Hold is it. ridiculous. I'm blocking this. Aren't we past the worst of it? Seriously? No. What? No. That, that, this is just the beginning. This whole thing, it's, it's coming early afternoon, or excuse me, late afternoon, early evening. Well, you said batten down the hatches tonight, like I said. Yeah, it's that the worst. I'm is blocking not, this. I don't. I don't get concerned. You about don't get in the bathtub when my you dad's hear the going, My dad's had to go through a, a hurricane or threats of it every other week. What are you talking about? We're not. We're not scared of a little, of a little high winds. Oh, not even going to say tornadic activity. Your ass about to be uh, saying we ain't in no. Toto anymore. Or Kansas anymore. Was, Toto. It, when, I'll tell you what. When I used to be in that Mazda, I get blown all around that highway. High winds. But I'm a little heavier these days. What? what? Thankfully, praise what? God. Why? That. Why are you uh, tempting the fate here with the weather, bro? I'm not tempted, fate. Yeah, this is like a this is like a distinct tempting. No, this is a, I find it irritating that you even added that on. No, there. because it's like you know it's a big thing though when people are like advertising it two days out. Yeah, my wife's like, if they let out schools today, I got fr- let out schools for what? For the inclement weather, the severe weather, for the kids get to we get just home got some high family. winds, John. We're gonna get through it. I got you. We had like high- you said, I got the crystal ball. I've seen I've seen into it. We're fine tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm taking my chances here. Famous the, last words. The bluff got us like it always got us. You're right. That is such a... The is- bluff got us, man. But what about when it and comes I'm from a man the of south, faith. though? It comes from the south. It's not coming from the, uh, from the west, man. It's a little different. So you're depending on something that may not have a chance to help. Mm-mm. Feel good. Uh, all right. Well, here, there you have it, folks. Jason says it's all good. Don't worry. Uh... <laughs> Is, right? I, I said monitor the weather as we open the show. Don't misrepresent me. Uh, last thing, Odell Beckham Jr. will make a difference for the Dallas Cowboys. I'm going to say no. Jerry seems intent on, on getting him. You saw the incident with the plane. Jerry says he's not worried about that. Got escorted off. Odell did. Did you see that recently? Yes. Um, they said they're not worried about it. He tore his ACL in the Super Bowl last year. So I question where he's going to be at physically by the time he's ready to go for a Cowboys team that seems to be getting it together offensively. What you want to worry about trying to work somebody in that's going to be going to want targets, you know, obviously. Um, I don't think they necessarily they need him, but Jerry seems hell-bent on doing it. I think Dallas got a good thing right now going. I, I'm, I'm going to unfollow this in the, in the sense that I don't think they need to do it, but I see that Jerry's going to do it. I, I, I don't know, John. Physically, I, I have my doubts on how good he can be. Yeah. I mean, I think if he's if you could promise me that he was right, you know, I think he definitely helps. Nah, Dak need to concentrate on what he got going right now with CD. I mean, that's that's working yeah, well. Yeah, but it's like he doesn't have a number two. That's the problem. They don't have a they don't have a dependent. It's like Noah Brown and Gallup. Gallup, Gallup can make Gallup some has potential. But I, I I do feel like that offense needs one more weapon. I do. I, I don't. I, it, it, maybe it, again, is that a sharp weapon? By the time you get it, 
And I mean, one that you have the time to be working in look, at w- this time of year. Odell did score a touchdown in the Super Bowl. But uh, of course he did, but he had had time to ramp that up for them. That's true. We're we'll running out you're, of time here. You're, you're catching Odell coming off straight off ACL at a time where you're about to be going into the playoffs. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I, as a real threat. I guess I'm a little them, bit more. the Niners and Philly. I guess I'm a little more hopeful about it than you are. Um, but but honestly, if he's if he's you know seventy five percent of what he was, it is a huge asset to the Cowboys. It makes them stronger. I mean, just the threat of him, just him being. Well, out, I remember Odell in Cleveland too. It's not always great, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, you're right. It, it, there there were many years where he did not he did not make the same kind of impact. All right, we'll come back. Jessica Benton's going to join us. We'll talk to her about the Grizzlies, uh, their road ahead, Desmond Bain's profile, all that and more. Stick around. Jason and John, I just heard FM, ESPN. Start NFL Week 13. Yep, we're through 13 off right with a no-sweat same-game parlay. Through 12, I should say. Do it from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel, already have an account. You're going to get free bets back if your Thursday night same-game parlay doesn't hit NFL same-game parlays. Cool way to combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payday. What you got this week? You got Bills at Pats. The Bills... Oddly enough, for 0-2 in AFC East play, everybody else in the division's got two wins or more. Uh, that means they're not losing the Patriots. But in terms of putting together your same-game parlay, Stephon Diggs going to go over on the receiving yards. How about Mac Jones under on the passing yards? That's probably likely. Josh Allen, anytime touchdown. That's how you do it. Build your own or choose from one of the popular SGPs that are pre-built for you in FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. However you want to play, you can bet the NFL on Thursday night with a no-sweat same-game parlay. Just sign up with the promo code JSmith if you don't already have an account. If you have an account, you're all set. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NFL and of 929 FM ESPN. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. Three-plus legs, minimum dollar bet required. Refund issues, non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max free bet, five bucks. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Yelling problem? Call Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789. I'm Chelsea Messenger helping you beat the books with BetQL. Big spreads in college basketball are common in the early season, but it doesn't mean you should be afraid to play them. East Carolina is a big favorite against South Carolina State, but the Bulldogs are probably road-weary, having played their first seven games away from home. With the Pirates on their home floor and a leaky South Carolina State defense, the BetQL five-star play of the day is to take East Carolina and lay the points at home. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Jessica Benson covers Pete Davidson for Grind City Media. Joins us every single Tuesday here on the show. Catch on the Grizz Radio Network. JB, uh, first off, I congrats on order. You know, <laughs> it, it finally happened on TikTok. You finally crossed over. You know, I've been working so hard on growing my stupid TikTok for months, and all it took was a clip of Pete Davidson at the Grizzlies game at Madison Square Garden um, to get it done. 2.4 million views. Like, how Holy does that many people care God. about Pete Davidson and Emily Ratajkowski? I get it. I understand celeb culture is on another level, but now I feel like if I want to continue to grow my TikTok, I have to go full paparazzi, and I just I don't have that many opportunities. Well, what do you think it goes God. into this? Because, I, I mean, look, I'm happy for you. You know, this has been a personal mission of ours to really prop right. you up and, and get that thing off the ground. But, like, the, the clip in and of itself was not really all that interesting. I mean, it was just Pete Davidson sitting next to – you know, his his friend or girlfriend or whatever, like there was nothing necessarily um, amazing about it, yet it took off. You know, why? First time out. It's, six, it's, it's a six-second clip. Like, it's so stupid. Right. It's so, so mean. If, you, if you need an example of how social media is just infinitely dumb, here it is. 2.4 million views. Like, 55,000 likes on that thing. And it's a six-second clip of a... We'll call them a couple making their alleged debut right. for the first time in public. You know, it had been like on the down low, whatever. Pete Davidson continues to be. His dating life is just so heavily under a microscope at this point. Like it's become a phenomenon in itself. So I think that carries it. And then Emily Ratajkowski has a huge following too. You put those two together and it creates TikTok magic, as I learned this week. Did you have like entertainment tonight and, and folks reaching out wanting to use your you know, TMZ wanted to use no, your, they just, your stuff. Anybody they like that? much better clips. Mine was just a very, um, I just filmed it off of my TV on the good old Valley Sports Southeast broadcast. But then other people shared, like the Knicks posted the pictures of them. And then I think whoever airs well, the Knicks game, cool. they showed it as well with a little bit of a clearer straight ahead image of them, like communicating and laughing. So better footage of that. But there were people who I've followed on TikTok for like, years at this point who were in my comments. And I was like, oh my God, I know you. Was it was, it was it was it off the TV? See, I misunderstood. I hadn't so I seen like, it. I thought, well, I, thought it was, I thought you were there. I didn't know it was off the TV. Was it was Holy it? Cow. Yeah, it was off the TV. This is off the TV. <laughs> Crazy. What was it? Mostly like uh, like young women that were like commenting. Like, what was the breakdown here? Um, strong mix of young women. A lot of people, you know, like the erasure of Ben Stiller on the left. No doubt. I, that was right. which is what so you did. That's what you did. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. On any other given night. They're the headline, right? And, like, Ben Stiller tweeting about John Morant. That's great. Jordan Sparks is on a PR tour right now, and she's about to release new music. You're seeing her in a bunch of spots. But just because this was, like, the first time that they'd been together, that's why 
it mattered. And they chose, or their PR people chose for them, for that specific Knicks game where they're playing the Grizzlies. So it felt very kismet in that moment. But then there was also, like, a lot of dudes in the comments who were like, who cares? Who are these people? I don't know them. Yeah, because you would not have so. just posted a video if it was, like, just Ben Stiller. I mean, like, you would not have no. said, oh, Ben Stiller's at the Grizz yeah, game. You know, stop this. You know, right. Ben I mean, Stiller's it'd be cool. Slander. But he's, yeah, like, he's been doing it for two and- days now. And Christine Taylor. Like, come on, put respect on her ben, as well. Ben I love Stiller to see them back like, together. That would have been a big thing in, like, 04, right? Ben Stiller at the Grizzlies game? Like, when the Grizzlies had just yeah. freshly moved here? Peak Ben Stiller yes. in the, like, mid-2000s. Dodgeball. Like, Zoolander, Meet the Parents, Dodgeball, Night at the Museum. Yes. All of those. Yes, no question yeah. about it. Uh, well, the Grizzlies are, are are certainly in their, you know, peak moment now, it feels like, or, or will be soon. They're building up to that. You look around the West, and, and there the Grizzlies sit, um, despite really not having you know, their, their full complement of, uh, of players. Uh, what do you make of that, the, the fact that the Grizzlies are you know, near the top of the West, um, despite not really having their, their, their whole uh, you know, unit out there? What do you make of just where they sit and, and, and what you've seen so far? Yeah, I think coming off of that game, at Madison Square Garden and John Morant's first triple-double of the season. Like, it's just solid energy right now. And all you could ask for the Grizzlies were for them to tread water amidst all of the rotating rotations and various players being in and out with injuries. And instead of just treading water, like, especially in the last two games, they have swam strongly up into that upper half of the West right now. Defensively, they're getting better. It helps when you have Jaron Jackson Jr. back on the floor, certainly, and what Dylan Brooks continues to do for this defense. And then when it comes to John Morant, he's been consistently awesome through and through. And in the first half of the first quarter of the season, you saw him and Desmond Bain taking off and evolving into one of the most dynamic backcourts in the league. Now we've seen the duo of him and Jaron Jackson Jr., the high-low potential there. Now it's just a matter of getting the duo action into trio action when hopefully all three of them are on the court at the same time. So there's just a lot of reasons to be excited about this team and what it ultimately will mean for the depth, the second unit, as this team continues to get healthier. I know it's a, it's you know a relatively small sample size, but does it feel like to you we're seeing a, a, an evolution, perhaps for Jaron offensively, just in terms of what he can do around the basket? I know he's been, you know, that's sort of been a process, but what I've liked is 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 the games where you know again you're getting easy opportunities on second chance baskets. You're following your shots. It just seems like there's so much more there. Does it, you know, first time, what, 20 plus, 20 plus points last four games? He's done that in his career. Um, what do you think of what we're seeing with Jaron offensively? Absolutely. And I think even though it's a small sample size, because of what you just said, for the first time in his career, it's four straight games having 20 plus points. So it feels like you're seeing a more aggressive Jaron, a bigger Jaron, someone who's just continued to grow into his big body. He's still so young. And the muscle that he's put on, I know, you know, I think it was last season when he was like, oh, did he grow another inch? Maybe he did. And it's just ultimately him finding his way on the court and really truly understanding what it means to be a walking mismatch night in and night out and to look more to scoring the basketball. I thought even in that follow-up where he missed the three against the Knicks on Sunday and followed it up and went in there and dunked it in, yeah. like, that's just it's the little moments like that where it feels like a different Jaron. It feels like a Jaron who is way more interested in contributing on an offensive level, similarly to what he's already given you and the defensive side of things as one of the premier shot blockers in the league. When you look around the West, you know, I think we went into this season, you know, believing Golden State was, was going to come. And look, they're 
capable at any time of, of figuring it out. They haven't yet. But how many teams in the West as of today do you truly feel like you know, are, are threats to the Grizzlies? Is it, is, it, is it two? Is it three? Like, what's that list look like for you in terms of, you know, the Grizzlies' peers here? Yeah, it's super weird right now. I mean, just in terms of what we thought this season was going to look like in the West and how dramatically different it has been thus far. I think you have to give respect cred to the Suns. They've looked solid, and because of their recent history, uh, you assume that they're built in a way where they could – emulate that once again but it certainly doesn't feel like they're a clear runaway either with the west and then you have the clippers who have looked weaker than expected the nuggets have looked weaker than expected you have the pelicans sitting up there towards the top right now and full of potential but the grizzlies just beat them by 20 points the other night and and yes new orleans was without cj mccollum and brandon ingram got hurt um, but still it just doesn't feel like there is a, a bona fide leader in the conference which is why it's so exciting for the grizzlies to be in the position that they're in I feel like, I wonder if you're here too, Jess, that if you can get whole, even getting Bain back I think matters in this, but we've seen it with Dylan where he's, he, he, he is the ultimate two-way guy for you, and defensively he's, he's guarding the other team's best guy, whether that's you know, De'Aaron or sometimes Zion, who, whoever you've got out there. It just feels like to me, I mentioned this with my guy saying, like this is perhaps the year where Dylan gets that you know, all-defensive team, all-defensive all team nod, uh, the Celtics last year, I think, had Smart and Williams first and second team. Does this feel like a year to you where maybe you could get them both, Dylan and Jaron, maybe in a way like that? I, I, I hate to ask for both on the first team. It's probably asking too much. But don't you think if you can get them both on the floor and for a long enough stretch they keep their health or whatever else, that we could be looking at the two of them both making it? Yes, absolutely. And when it comes to the Grizzlies, continuing to lean into that defensive identity like those are your two anchors in that so certainly if the Grizzlies end up being yet again a top five defense in the NBA this year and your two stars on that group are Dylan and Jaron I think they have the potential there and you've seen it in the early returns like you just pointed out the versatility of Dylan Brooks just continues to we're so used to it here but the difference of a De'Aaron Fox versus a Zion Williamson and what he was able to do in the opening minutes of that game against the Pelicans that really put the stamp on the tone of the entire thing it's such a it's a rarity and it's one of the reasons why he continues to be so valuable for this Grizzlies team we're talking to Jessica Benson uh, host of Rise and Grind catch on the Grizz radio network right here on 92 FM ESPN all right gonna turn you to some other topics um if you were and it's a tough ask I know but if you were Laird Veach what is the message you would be trying to send to your fan base about a return here that, that has now been you know, reported as, as happening with Ryan Silverfield? What, what's the right tone? A tone of consistency and stability, and sometimes you're better off with what you know versus new terrain and the grass is not always greener. I mean, those are a ton of cliches. <laughs> you can buy into whichever one that you want. I don't think anyone wants to try to frame this football season as anything other than a disappointment, not, not the most fun in the world, but if you have your head coach coming back, if you have Seth Hennigan choosing to, as it appears and reports to be coming back for another year next year, you do have stability there. And that's something to be said in a very much changing American athletic conference where by all means, Memphis should be able to retake control of this conference and so that's where you want to put all of the energy i think it's really tough right now and you know losing the regular season on a pick in the end zone to smu after it looked like maybe you could sneak in one more win it doesn't sit great but 
it's better than a losing season, I guess. Should Memphis like? That sounds so sad. No, well, I mean, <laughs> so it, 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 it is, and I think it all comes back to you know ambition. And, uh, you know, is it a thing where you, you knowing, you know, what you know and having been here and you've sort of seen the highs and lows of Memphis football, like, do you think they should still try to find that ambition? Um, or, or, or do you think that, you know, it's understandable, how, you know, how browbeaten they are given the circumstances around conference realignment? Like, do you think they should still try, strive to be what they were? Can they be that or – do you think there should be a level of acceptance uh, based on what's happened in college athletics? I think you have to consistently stay ambitious because you have no idea what the ultimate landscape of college football is going to look like. How far does expansion go? What does the Division One landscape look like ultimately when all is said and done? Is this a matter of a couple teams in the group of five getting left out down the stretch who don't get included in like big boy football? You just never know where it's going and so you want to remain one of the premier quote unquote premier programs within the group of five and so because of that you have to keep breathing life but i also understand you know the opposite side of that is the frustration of you were left out again and it doesn't feel like at least in the immediate future there is a whole lot of hope expansion wise for memphis to find a home outside of the american athletic conference so you really have to kind of dig deep and find that internal pressure on yourself to be the best in the situation that you're in right now so that maybe five years down the road, I mean, it could be even 10 years down the road. You aren't left out ultimately on the outside looking in yet again. Will Auburn be a contender now that Hugh Freeze is the football coach? I'll ask it that way, Jess. What, what's coming for Auburn? Heavy sigh. <laughs> uh, probably. Uh, Hugh Freeze is a proven football coach. He's a proven coach who beat Nick Saban two years in a row. And at Auburn, that's really what matters. And being able to compete in the SEC and having, you know, gone the rounds at at Liberty, at Arkansas State previously, has been all over the place. And ultimately, he probably will find a way to win. And I'm aware that that is all that matters in the SEC. But I must say from a just sheer frustration standpoint, it is a little frustrating to watch Hugh Freeze once again. We all knew it was going to happen. It felt inevitable. Um, but for that to happen yesterday amidst everything that's happened and, and not just a matter of using university-paid cell phones back in the day to solicit certain services, but what happened at Liberty this past summer with the sexual assault allegations with a couple of football players and Hugh Freeze sliding into the DMs of one of the accusers, that's not a good look, and it goes back to everything else. But ultimately, your question was, will he win? And I think he probably will. Revenge game on uh, – uh, is it this Friday? It is. It is. The Grizzlies have a game at the same time. And oh, I'm no. Devastated. I know. Oh, I know it's tough. no. Uh-huh. That's brutal. Yep. It sure is. So while the Grizzlies take on the Sixers, I will have my attention split with mm. USC Utah on my computer. You expect a win, don't you? Uh, yes. Coming off of last weekend. You know, when we talked last week, coming off of the UCLA win, I had allowed my hopes and dreams to evolve to a a little more legitimate level. And then what they were able to do to Notre Dame, Caleb Williams having his Heisman moment, uh, all of that looks to put the Trojans in a place where they can get revenge on Utah. And listen, going back to that game in Salt Lake City, I was there. I happened to attend the one USC loss of the year, so maybe it's a good thing. That's right. There's no way I can make it to the Pac-12 championship game in Las Vegas. But that game had so much emotion with it. Rice Eccles is a tough place to play, but on top of that, 
Utah was honoring two of its That's right. fallen football That's players. Right. And so it just kind of felt like one of those yes. everything falling into place for Utah to win. I'm excited for this matchup a second time around. Um, here's my question. Like, I, I will never – I will never fall down the, the the trap of thinking a Pac-12 team could 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 win, you know, a, a championship. That's good. That's, that's you know, smart thinking. They can't. They can't do that. But, Until we see it happen someday. But, well, yeah. you know, you know, we won't. We won't because you guys are going to the Big Ten anyway. So it's like, and, that's true. and, and you're the best chance that the Pac-12 has. But how close do you think? I mean, it, the the idea of Caleb Williams running around that Georgia defense. I mean, it, it it's it, it is intriguing. How close can they keep it? It feels closer than it's ever felt. And the thing that really inspired me in the Notre Dame game was, yes, Caleb Williams was phenomenal, and he's running east, west, north, south, everywhere in between and just making incredible plays. But it didn't just come down to, all right, USC once again is riding on the back of Caleb Williams for a win. I thought the offensive line and defensive lines looked dominant for really the first time this season. And you have backup running back Austin Jones, who has just been Blended. Like when Travis Dye went down, the Oregon transfer, and he was really one of the heartbeats of the USC offense, it felt like that was a potential soul sucker for this USC team. And instead, it's been next man up mentality, and this offense just churns in such an exciting and electrifying way. They'll put points on the board. It's just a matter of defensively. That's been the question all year. Looked better against Notre Dame. They've been so opportunistic with turnovers. If you can get a couple of those, it feels like they really could at least have a chance to make it close. Jess, you are the best. Appreciate your time, as always. Thanks, you guys. Have a good one. She is Jessica Benson, famous now on TikTok. 2.4 million views, man. That's where it's at. 2.4 million views recording it off TV. Yeah. Well, it's just like nobody else put it on TikTok, you know? Or she just did it fast. She just jumped on at the opportunity, you know? And and it worked. And that was their first time out in public. Like, I understood Uh, that. that, Why such a TMZ was all over it. There's people in the comment section saying it looks so platonic. Doesn't look like a you know a spark. Who knows? Not for me to not for me to judge, because I don't know. You used to have a spark and not do the whole PDA. You know who they were sitting next to? What? Not just Ben Stiller. I'm not a real big PDA guy myself. I've oh no! I mean, we're all not, neither are you. No, you don't get real kissy kissy publicly. N- no. Why? Right. What's the point? I'm 31 years old. <clears throat> you know, I'm gonna, I'm never when I was 16. Whatever. I, you know, I didn't care. I'm 31 now. I have some, I, I'd like to believe I have some class. Yeah. Um, Jordan Sparks also. I saw her there. Yeah. You a big Jordan Sparks guy? I didn't realize she had a new album coming out. Oh, she got a new one? That's what Jess said. Oh. I no. believe. I'm not mistaken. That or a tour or something. Tell me how I'm supposed to breathe with no air. Okay. That was the jam back in the day. Yeah. That was a jam, dude. For, for you. That was a jam for you, too. Undeniable. Um, but anyway, yeah, congrats to uh, Jessica Vincent. For joining us on there. Uh, real quick, do need to update you, uh, apparently. Uh, Memphis City Schools, early dismissal, or whatever they're called now. Memphis what? City Shelby Schools. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are Memphis getting out Shelby early. County Schools. Yeah. Shelby Memphis, either way. Yeah. They're, yeah getting, they're getting out early. Yeah, got to get them kids home, man, because there's some inclement weather coming. Wind's coming in. What's that song called? Yeah, I just got to know my man's not going to martial arts tonight. I guess this stuff's Jerry, really coming in, huh? No martial arts class? I don't, I, I'm assuming it's because of this weather. Don't worry, though. CJ can redirect the weather with his fists from what he's learned, right? One with the water. No. One, yeah, we're not at that level yet. One with nature. No, I doubt we'll get there. Chim chiminy, chim chim charu. No, congrats to the kitties on getting out Dude, early. Man, we didn't get out. We didn't early, get though. out for a 
some high winds. No, it's crazy what this generation gets away with. They, they, they would just make us duck, duck and cover, man. You know? A little half inch of snow predicted, they're out. Yep. Yeah, if there was like if there was severe weather, it would just be like get in the corner and. Uh, I'm gonna look real stupid tomorrow. A tornado come through here. Hey, I but tried. That's to, happened before, hasn't it? I tried to help you, man. Yeah. I, I tried we'll to just help. have to deal with it. We'll yeah. be we'll be doing remote broadcast, bro. Remote like a mug. Uh, anyway, thanks, Jessica Benz, for joining us on the show. We will come back. Uh, Doc Hardy going to join us at 1:25. Looking forward to catching up with him about Memphis football. Ryan Silverfield. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 